The book of Acts is the book of the continuing Christ. What Christ began in the gospel records, he continues in the book of Acts. In the first part of Acts, chapters 1 through 7, we join the adventures of what the Holy Spirit was doing through the apostles in the early church. This work was primarily focused in Jerusalem. The second section of Acts, however, advances beyond Jerusalem to Judea and Samaria. In this section of our study, we see the power of the gospel on full display, changing the lives of those who hear it. Let's join Scott now as the adventure continues. The Christian life is not a decision. It is not one prayer. It is not a single event. Instead, it really is a journey. It's the adventure of faith, the adventure of following Jesus Christ. And at every step along that journey, uh, we need the Lord. We need one another. We need spiritual resources. At every season in life, you're going to discover uh, that the Lord is going to have to meet you where you are to help you keep moving forward. You know, as we're studying the example of the Apostle Paul, I think one of the things that every one of us needs to remember is that though this man was very unique, he was uniquely called, uniquely gifted, uniquely used, there are also some common denominator things that every Christian can take away from his life. He is an example, literally, to every believer. And one of those pictures is found for us in Acts chapter number 9, immediately following his dramatic conversion. You see, everybody does not have a Damascus Road experience. Everybody has to meet the same Christ he met on the Damascus Road. Uh, everybody just doesn't have the same experience, the same uh, details as far as their uh, conversion, how they came to Christ. But once we come to know the Lord Jesus Christ, every believer needs certain things. We pick up the story today in Acts chapter 9, beginning in verse number 21. You'll remember where we left off in verse 20. Uh, he began preaching Christ in the synagogues that is the Son of God. And then in verse 21 it says, But all that heard him were amazed and said, Is not this he that destroyed them which called on this name in Jerusalem? and came hither for that intent that he might bring them bound unto the chief priest. So immediately, as soon as there's blessing, there's battles. As soon as uh, he's taking a step forward for the Lord, he meets resistance. Do not be surprised when you begin following Christ, obeying Christ, and serving Christ, uh, that some cynic or some critic rears their head or lifts their voice against you. Uh, those people have always existed. They will always exist. You can't move forward without friction. And yet I love verse 22. But Saul increased the more in strength and confounded the Jews which dwelt at Damascus, proving that this is very Christ. So he preached that Christ was the Son of God in verse 20, but by his life, by his consistency, by his faithful example, he proved that this was the Christ in verse number 22. May the Lord help us do more than just preach Christ. May the Lord help us to prove Christ by our lives. Verse 23 says, And after that many days were fulfilled, the Jews took counsel to kill him. But their laying await was known of Saul, and they watched the gates day and night to kill him. So it doesn't get easier. It gets harder. It doesn't get better as far as circumstances. He gets stronger, uh, but the, the battle intensifies. And the Bible says in verse 25, Then the disciples took him by night and led him down by the wall in a basket. And when Saul was come to Jerusalem, he essayed to join himself to the disciples, 
but they were all afraid of him and believed not that he was a disciple. As if things weren't bad enough already, now he not only has opposition from the unbelievers, now he has opposition from the believers. You know, if the enemy cannot come against you from the outside, he'll try from the inside. He'll bring dissension in a family. He'll bring discord in a church. He'll bring disunity among brethren, among friends. But recognize that this is something you've got to work through. It's something you've got to keep moving forward through. Don't let that stop you. And at that juncture, the Bible says in verse 27, but Barnabas took him and brought him to the apostles and declared unto them how he had seen the Lord in the way and that he had spoken to him and how he had preached boldly at Damascus in the name of Jesus. And he was with them coming in and going out at Jerusalem. And he spake boldly in the name of the Lord Jesus and disputed against the Grecians. But they went about to slay him. Do you see the back and forth, positive and negative? Blessings and battles always coupled together. Verse 30, which when the brethren knew, they brought him down to Caesarea and sent him forth to Tarsus. Then had the churches rest throughout all Judea and Galilee and Samaria and were edified and walking in the fear of the Lord and in the comfort of the Holy Ghost were multiplied. Look, if you're going to move forward and if the church is going to move forward, there are going to be distractions. There are going to be disputes. There are going to be difficulties. Just accept it. Just know this is going to happen. But there were three things that God gave Saul at this juncture on his journey that helped him keep moving forward. And they're the same three things that every Christian needs if you're going to keep growing and going forward for the Lord. What are they? First of all, he kept growing spiritually himself. There was inner strength given to this man. The Bible says in verse 22, but Saul increased the more in strength. We're not talking about physical strength. We're talking about spiritual strength. So if you're going to stay the course, if you're going to keep moving forward, you've got to give attention to your soul. You've got to give attention to your spiritual life. Do not neglect the inner man. In fact, at that very juncture, you need to give more attention to your communion with God, to personal devotions and private worship because only in that way can you increase in strength. Now, the Lord never intended that the, the pinnacle of your Christian experience was the day of your conversion. That's the beginning point. Uh, but the path of the just is supposed to shine more and more under the perfect day. Our God is never a God of less. He's always a God of more. And the Bible says Saul increased the more in strength. And so the first thing that every Christian needs is spiritual strength in their own soul. Uh, healthy souls will help you keep moving forward. The second thing you need is you need an encouraging friend, a brother in Christ. This is where Barnabas enters the story again. Now, already in our study, we've looked at this character, Barnabas, and you remember I said to you that every time we see him, he's encouraging somebody. Well, here he is. Verse 27 says he did two things. He, he took him and he brought him. He took him, so he accepted him right where he was, and then he brought him, he brought him to where he needed to be. I love this. If Saul is going to become Paul, uh, then that Saul needs a Barnabas. Every believer needs a Barnabas. And let's turn it around. Every believer needs to be a Barnabas. Uh, be an encourager, and God will send you encouragement. But through this one friend, one man made the difference. Through this one friend, think what happened in the life of this man Saul. On the reverse of that, think what the church would have missed without Brother Barnabas. You see, you never know who you're helping. Fascinating to me that in this one chapter, Acts chapter number 9, you have two men really behind the scenes that were God's heroes. 
and the Lord's messengers, Ananias and Barnabas, not the most famous and not the most familiar, and yet without them, Saul would never have had what he needed at this time. And so every Christian needs to keep growing in their own soul. Every Christian needs to develop friendships with the right kind of Christians, encouraging people who sharpen them, help them keep moving forward. And then every Christian needs the fellowship of a local church. Do you see that even Saul needed a church? Even this great apostle Paul needed the fellowship of believers. We'll come back to this thought in our next study, but everywhere he went, he joined himself to a group of fellow disciples. Now, they didn't always accept him readily, but everywhere he went, he looked for God's people and he attached himself to them. The Bible says he was with them, coming in and going out at Jerusalem. Let me tell you, dear friend, what you need today. I don't care if you're a new Christian or a seasoned Christian. You need to give attention to the spiritual growth of your own soul. You need to develop friendships with spiritual, encouraging people. And you need the fellowship of the local assembly. Friends, we need God and we need one another. And Here's the beautiful truth. The Lord will provide everything you need if you'll simply obey him right where you are. What an encouragement to us today to remember the transforming power of the gospel of Jesus Christ. The gospel changed lives in the first century, and the gospel is still changing lives today. If you missed the first section of this study on The Adventure Continues, be sure to visit our website, enjoyingthejourney.org, where you can access this study along with many other resources to encourage you in your walk with God. However you listen to this podcast, we are grateful for each of you. We hope you will continue to listen and also share it with others. From all of us on the Enjoying the Journey team, may God bless you and help you enjoy the journey.